For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, everyone. This is Scott Reichel, and this is the Betting Barrier Podcast on the Believe Podcast Network, the Bay Area's number one sports podcast network. The only place of the show for every team in the Bay Area and more. We believe in our teams. Do you believe? If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. We're also available in your favorite directory, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. You can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts. You can find me on Twitter at Rice Shell Radio. On this week's show, we're going to be talking about the San Francisco Giants and their upcoming baseball games over the next week from a betting perspective. But before we actually do that, can I have a quick word from our sponsor. Bet Online is your number one source for all your betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. Bet Online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. Welcome back, everyone, to the Bitter Right Podcast. Before we went a break, we previewed what the plan is for this episode. We're going to start off with the recap from last week. Then we're going to get into the actual betting picks for the Giants games over the next week. But time to actually get into the show. So I got to start off with the recap. And overall, we did well in the last episode. We did about as well as you can possibly do. Starting off with the first game of the series, we had the Rockies' first five money line with Gomber pitching against Stripling, and Gomber was really good, gave up no runs in the first five innings. Rockies eventually won the game 5-2, to two, so started off well there. Then we had the Giants to take care of business in the second game of the series, and they did, ended up winning the game 5-3. to three. Overall, pretty entertaining game, but you had a bunch of runs early, then the game kind of died as you had one run in the final four innings combined. But Seabold, not good. We were going to blindly fade him. And overall, you're looking at the Giants. They had an opener who pitched before Wood, but Wood was solid in relief, five innings and no runs. So the opener did seem to work in that case. And then they won a rock fight in the final game of the series as they won the final game one nothing. Unfortunately, we did have the run line, which did not get there. Uh, Freeland was pretty good, but Webb was better. Webb had a complete game shutout with 10 strikeouts. So he was very solid. Davis had the only run with a solo home run in the fourth. But Logan Webb was really good. And we thought he would be, but unfortunately, the Giants could not generate any other runs. So lost the run line there, but did still go two and one with the pretty big plus money play there with the Rockies first five in the first game of the series. So can't really complain. Nice start or nice end, I should say, to the first half of the season. And hopefully we'll keep it rolling here for the beginning of the second half. But starting off with the actual game plan for the Giants, want to talk about the overall schedule because they have a series going up against the uh, Pirates over the the weekend. Then after the Pirates series, they do have a four-game series against the Reds. So the plan for this episode, we will be doing six games. So we're going to talk about the entire Pirates series on the road. Then we'll talk about the first three games in the Red series. And then, of course, you have a Thursday game, which will be an afternoon game at around 12.35 p.m. Eastern time, which we will be covering in the next episode. So... To start off with the overall 
schedule. We actually do have full listed pitchers for the first two games. Then you kind of have some chaos, and then we have some listed pitchers for the Wednesday game. So starting off with the actual uh, Friday game and the breakdown here, you have the Giants being roughly a minus-130 favorite on the road as the Pirates are around plus-110 the other way. The over-under is 9-flat, and you have Stripling taking on Rich Hill. Now, Stripling's been really bad this year. 0-2, 6.37 ERA, 1.46 whip in 41 innings pitched. However, Stripling's been more of an opener recently, and we did see him in his last outing, for example, pitch three and two-thirds. But he's probably going to go three innings, if I had to guess. That seems to be where his usual uh, length is. So I do think it was, he's probably not going to pitch that long. He hasn't been good, though, which is a concern. But the question is, who's going to be the starter after Stripling comes out? Not totally sure. You know, maybe it would be Alex Wood. We'll see what happens. But Stripling's the starter by name. We'll see how long that lasts. As for Rich Hill, he will be starting for this for the Pirates in this game. And he's not been very good lately. In fact, he's given up at least three earned runs in each of his last five starts. So, yeah, it's not. it has not been good uh, for Rich Hill, simply put. Uh, last two starts, nine innings pitched, eight ERA, which is not ideal. He's also walked a ton of batters. He's had at least two walks in each of his last seven starts, and he's walked a decent amount of Giants batters because in their careers, you have seen 83 plate appearances with the active batters on San Francisco's roster, and they have seven walks. So I can see a world where Rich Hill walks a lot of the team, and you might end up seeing the Giants tee off against him. They faced off against Hill earlier this year back in late May, and that was in San Francisco, and Hill got buried six innings, nine hits, six earned runs. So at first glance, I think my favorite play is the over. I'm not sure who's going to pitch for the Giants in this game besides Stripling, but Stripling has not been good, and I think he's probably going to struggle again. Pittsburgh's offense was decent right before the All-Star break. Still not a good unit, but it was on a bit of an upswing uh, leading into the All-Star break. I like the over, but I do like the the, uh, Giants in this game. I'm really just low on Rich Hill. I don't think he's very good, and it's not really his fault because, once again, he's 43 years old. But you're looking at his performances really after the first month or so of the season, and he's been a mess. So I think he's in a struggle. I think that the Giants will get enough contributions from the bullpen to keep Pittsburgh's offense in check to some degree, and I think that San Francisco wins this game, potentially scoring six or more runs. But give me a 6-4 type game, a somewhat high-scoring game where the Giants end up doing just enough to get the job done. So give me the Giants in the over in the first game. Then in the Saturday game, you have Cobb taking on Oviedo, which should be a pretty good matchup. Now, Oviedo so far this season is 3-10. and His numbers are not that great, 4.75 ERA, and he's got the exact same ERA at home that he has on the road, 4.75 all around. Last two starts, really not good. 11 and two-thirds innings pitched, 13 earned runs. The Pirates have lost each of the last six starts by multiple runs. So Cobb's been very good. So far this season, which kind of tells you where I might be leaning. I got to go with the Giants here, probably on the run line. But when you have a pitcher that's lost six straight games, or the team's lost six straight of his starts, or six straight starts that he's made, that's the way I meant to say that, by multiple runs, I think he's probably going to get shelled again. And Cobb, once again, has been solid. He's been better at home than on the road, but he made the All-Star game. He pitched relatively well. Uh, One inning, no runs. Uh, Go through the last couple outings, though. Six innings, no runs against the Mariners. Five innings, two earned against the Mets. Four innings, two earned against the Cardinals. But overall, he's been pretty good lately. And the Giants have fared well when he pitches. The Giants have won 
Uh, each of his last five starts, they've won nine of his last 10. I feel like you got to take the Giants run line here just because of the fact that Oviedo has been struggling lately and the fact that the Giants perform well whenever Cobb is on the mound. That's good enough for me. Give me the Giants to get the job done here on uh, Saturday as well. And looking into the final game of the series, this is where it gets a little bit dicey because we have Biddo pitching for Pittsburgh and we have nobody pitching for the Giants. Biddo, I don't fully mind. He has not been good at home, 6.75 ERA at home. But for the most part, he doesn't really go much length. And I think his stuff's okay. I, I don't think he's a great pitcher by any means, but I think he's decent enough to keep the Giants somewhat in check. And I do think, once again, without knowing who's pitching for the Giants, there might be some value on Pittsburgh in this spot. Uh, so I'm going to go with Pittsburgh to avoid getting swept. And I do think they will steal the game on Sunday. Early start time, 12.05 p.m. Uh, Eastern time. So give me the Pirates to steal one in this series. I'll take him to win the series finale. Now, moving into the Monday and Tuesday games, I kind of got to group them together because you have the Giants traveling to Cincinnati to take on the Reds. The problem is we have no listed pitchers for either team in this matchup, so it's going to be a bit difficult to actually break down. But for the sake of the picks here, I might expect a chop between these teams, but when you're looking at the regular season, the Reds are 50 and 41. The Giants are 49 and 41. The Reds are 23 and 21 at home, while the Giants are 23 and 19 on the road. So record-wise, quite similar. Of course, the Reds have been so good with Ellie that a lot of their record or the losses is based on the first couple months. So if you just focus on Ellie, this team's on pace to win like 90 games. They've been that good. I believe they're 22 and eight in the 30 games that Ellie's played in. So the Reds have been just an absolute uh, juggernaut lately. And as a result, they are in first place in the NL Central. As for the Giants, they're two and a half back. The Dodgers and the Diamondbacks are tied for first place. So they are still in third, but they are fighting for a wild card spot there. As for the sake of these two games, once again, I'm going to expect a split. The Reds have a great offense and a really bad pitching staff, which I do think is going to balance out. I can see the Giants and Reds hitting a lot of home runs in this series, and I do think you're going to end up seeing probably a split in the Monday and Tuesday games. I would link to the over. I do think you're going to see some runs in this ballpark. Uh, the Reds' ballpark's been one of the most hitter-friendly ballparks in the league for a while, and this year they can actually hit very well. Uh, so for me, I'm going to go with the over in the Monday and Tuesday games, but I will lean to a split. I'm not sure who's going to win each game until I know what the pitchers are or who the pitchers are. But for the sake of this, give me a split in the Monday and Tuesday games. And for Wednesday, you have Stripling once again taking on Ashcraft. And for this one, I'm going to go with the Reds. I think that Ashcraft, even though his overall season numbers are bad, 6.28 ERA and a 1.59 whip, he did recently come off the IL, and he's actually been very good in his two starts since coming off the IL. Uh, he actually made... Uh, three starts, uh, apparently. Uh, he started on the 8th, then did not pitch again until the 24th. Was not good against Atlanta. Four innings, six earned, but Atlanta is also the best offense in the league. And then he turned it around. His next start against the Padres, six and two-thirds, one run. Then pitched against the Nationals, six innings, one run. So he's been good. Ashcraft's been solid lately. And Stripling, once again, is probably going to be an opener, but he's not good. So I'm not exactly sure what the game plan is for... Uh, the Giants after stripling. But for the sake of this, I do think once again, the Reds have been so good recently. Their offense is great. And with Ashcraft's recent form, 
I think there's going to be some good value on the Reds. It might be a cheap money line price. I like it, so give me the Reds money line in the Wednesday game. So once again, the actual picks for the show, bit of a shorter episode because we only have six games and we have no listed pitchers for two of them with ha- uh, only one listed pitcher on Sunday. So once again, for the Friday card, I'm going to go with the over and I am going to go with the Giants. And for the Saturday card, I'll go with the Giants run line. I will link to the under in that game. Uh, for the Sunday game, I will lean to Pittsburgh and the under with Biddo on the mound. As for Monday and Tuesday, no listed pitchers give me a split of those two games. So one team wins each. And then for the final game, for the Wednesday game, I will go with Ashcraft and the Reds money line against Stripling. But that's going to wrap it up for this episode. The plan for next week is to go through the final game of that Red series, then talk about the three-game series against the Nationals. Then you have a fill-in game. You have the Monday game, a single game against Detroit on the road. So they're going to be traveling to Detroit for one game, which is a makeup spot. But once again, not a great scheduling spot. Then we have two games against the Athletics. So we have four separate opponents in next week's episode, so that should be fun. But either way, that's going to do it for this episode. Find me on Twitter, Rice Show Radio. Until next time, good luck to all of you and all of your bets. Bye, everyone. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.